Hello, everyone, and welcome to the fourth episode of Carnival Cruising Podcastaways, the podcast where we talk about anything and everything Carnival Cruising related. My name is Trevor Shelby, and joining me on this cruising adventure is none other than Thomas Kennedy. How you doing, Tom? Thank you. Thank you, thank you. I'm great. I'm great. I had that week off, and not by choice, but you yeah. know, it, it happens. Yeah, it happens. I I missed you. <laughs> I missed you, man. I missed you too. This was... show sucked without me. Oh, wait a minute. It did not. <laughs> <laughs> it was a fine show. I actually got multiple reviews that said, "Wow, your show is so much better now. What changed?" I didn't read any of those comments. I know. I where, made where them they? all, though. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. So, so glad that you're back. And I'm very sorry about your pinky toe. I'm glad they were able to reattach it. What? <laughs> Was I not supposed to talk about it? <laughs> pinky toe? Yeah, your pinky toe. You know, the, the little bitty one. <laughs> I know what a pinky toe is. <laughs> anyway. Okay. So let's talk about last week's episode a little bit. Okay. So I know you said, you know, your highest amount of meals in one day was like 12. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was around but, there. But before you started taking your children on, I personally witnessed you do 15. Oh, well, because we were me, you, Megan and your mother in law were sharing a cabin. You would order the room service and have coffee and and fruit and whatever on the balcony. Then I would get up after you screamed land ho (laughs) and you and I would go to the breakfast buffet. Then you would go down, get Megan. You guys would go and have another breakfast buffet. Then you would go have brunch. You go have pizza. You go have snacks they had in the thing, you know, like Ocean View Plaza. You even went to the main dining room before we went to the steakhouse. Yeah, that was that was a bad choice. But you still ate everything in the steakhouse. Yeah. Well, I had to. I had to. It was expensive. Well, I wouldn't call $38 for the steak of that magnitude. I know. That expensive. Was, that's actually not that bad of a deal, especially steak prices today. Man, I was at the store. Oh, man. And I was like, oh. And so, the, yeah, the, if those prices are the same, I am all about that. Yeah, the roast I bought to make uh, French dips tonight was good Lord. So I I, I tended to, to, to err on the side of whatever and very very much showed my glutinous side i guess you'd say um a glutton for punishment gluttonous not glutinous. <laughs> glutinous yeah i showed off my glutes but yeah i don't know it it was both good and bad i love doing it i love eating i love cruise uh. ship food but also by the end of the day i was always so miserable and dude we destroyed the che- that toilet. <laughs> with the with the exception of the fact that we did not actually eat our dessert, we we took it to go. You, I'm surprised you weren't getting sick by the end of that that day. Yeah, we were, we were trashed in many ways. But let's save our steakhouse story for a later time. Okay. Also, you know, you didn't say your true reaction. To the lasagna and the kachina. Right. So you cried. I... <laughs> you cried. I have been telling him about this lasagna for months and he didn't believe me. He didn't believe me because this lasagna is not your typical lasagna. This lasagna has roast beef, sausage, you know, a good tomato sauce. You know, it, it's it's got a good ricotta cheese. It's awesome. It's amazing. And the man cried when he took his first bite it was beautiful. literal tears <laughs> it, it's a, it's a really and I, I tear up every time i eat it because it's that memory of this is the most awesome lasagna i've, I've ever had in my entire life i'm also and, and not I, like i i don't go out to eat italian food ever so 
it's just one of those things that it, it caught me off guard how good it is. Just and I'm not lying when I say it has roast beef in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, big chunks, big chunks of roast beef. I love it. Absolutely love it. That was a fun episode. Episode three is fun to do. It was kind of, you know, put together through me just talking about food, which is like my favorite thing ever. So that was really easy to do. I mean, I could put a whole episode on food, you know, because, mm-hmm. you know, I'm fat, but you're skinnier than I am, and you've put a hurting on them more than I ever could. <laughs> I try. I try. So, let's see, we're going to start off with a little bit of cruise news. And a lot of this is going to be old hat because, you know, this happened around December 30th. And, you know, we're filming this on the 2nd, and this episode won't actually air until the 8th. So like like we said before, don't come to us for up-to-date news. <laughs> but we wanted to talk about this because it was important. The CDC has put out a, I guess they got different levels for health concerns for travel. And so we're at a level four, which is a very high level of COVID-19. And, and on the little chart it has here, level four is the highest. It's, yeah. it's, it's like there's... There's a shade of red that is real red below it. This is like a dark red, like you would see like in a zombie film or something, like coagulated blood or something. Anyways, so this is what they put out. And, and this, this is all geared towards cruise ships and really not much else. It says, avoid cruise travel regardless of vaccination status. Even fully vaccinated travelers may be at risk for getting and spreading COVID-19 variants. The the virus that caused COVID-19 spreads easily between people in close quarters on board ships. And and the chance of getting COVID-19 on a cruise is very high, even if you're fully vaccinated and have received COVID-19 vaccine booster dose. Outbreaks of COVID-19 have been reported on cruise ships. If you travel on a cruise ship, you may or make sure you're fully vaccinated before you travel and get a COVID-19 vaccine booster dose, blah, blah, blah. Anyways, lots of words saying don't go on a cruise ship right now because we're at a level four, very high concern right now. Well, see, here's the thing. The CDC has got that color-coordinated alert thing. If you guys don't know, daily, this is a daily thing that they, that the CDC puts out of, you know, whether a ship's reported anything, and if not, it's color-coordinated to green, there's no reported cases, yellow, which there's can be one to however many, which there, I don't believe there's been more than six. Yellow means that the CDC is investigating. And then there's red, which means they're going to stop that ship from from cruising for a while. Yeah. And the, you know, so they're taking it off of all these yellows, which right now from the the last video I watched from cruisely.com, you can uh, look it up on YouTube. It's called Eight Important Things to Know About the Omicron and Cruises. It was posted five hours ago. I mean, I watched it this morning. They... They don't know the exact numbers because they're not posting the exact numbers. It's just that they're they're going to put any ship under investigation that reports a case. So it could be one to however, but 92 out of 100 and some odd ships are right now in the yellow. None are in the red and there are you know several in the green. But that doesn't tell us how many actual cases they've been, you know, they have. Well, and... From what we've we've kind of learned with Carnival's situation is that they've had a lot of staff that has come down with the virus, but not as many passengers. And when you come to look at it, I mean, how critical is other modes of travel like, you know, airplanes like flying. I mean, or getting on a train or something like that? If, I mean, if you're flying, you're like el- uh, shoulder to shoulder with people. Yeah. You know, and yeah. you know, the cruise ship industry is not filling up their ships, but the flights are all full. Yeah. yeah. And it's, it's interesting that 
the the all these destinations would would rather stop cruise travel where all these people have been vaccinated and or they've they've tested negative you know for the coronavirus uh, before getting on board the ship but they're they're willing to accept somebody jumping on an airplane and just letting them fly in and like walk walk amongst them so it doesn't make much well sense a lot of me. these places a lot of these places still have a two-week uh quarantine too yeah well and i i can kind of understand some of it but also some of it is just ridiculous especially this whole cdc thing i i i don't agree with it i one thing that that i always hate is the news will pick up anything bad with a that's cruise related pretty quick so they really feed into people's fears about cruise ships uh, i i know people that when i went on my cruise in like october they were like well it was nice knowing you you know you're gonna die yeah and it's like yeah i mean <laughs> really and but but they're they're like that even if i'm even if i'm getting on a boat you know this is before COVID 19 they hated just hate cruise travel <laughs> And that's that's fine if you don't like it. Right? It's like it's the same way if you t tell certain people, "Hey, I'm going to Chicago." Okay, you're going to die because yeah. you know the gun violence in in Chicago. I've been to Chicago several times, and it's one of my favorite cities. I am not going to accept the "have fun, you're going to die" because I'm not dumb. Yeah, you know. Yeah, you've only been shot at once down there, so. It was twice. Oh, sorry. It was twice. <laughs> it was only because I didn't give up my Giordano's pizza. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> no, but seriously, the it's perplexing. It's I I don't understand uh, why they've singled out cruises in general. We have all these different events that are going on where people are gathering, you know, in stadiums and uh, going to concerts look at times square yeah times on, on new year's eve yeah you've got all these people that are that are like it's over you know <laughs> we could do all this and the cdc only singles out the cruise industry at this point so that's that's enough about vaccinations and cdc let's get on to some fun stuff yeah let's talk about some fun stuff on some fun ships so last week, <laughs> last week we talked about what was it? Or la we, <laughs> we as if we were both there. <laughs> I was in spirit. I was in. You had a yeah. flat Thomas next to you. <laughs> I was there in spirit. Okay. Well, last week we talked about the what was it? The the food with the cruise director Ryan Roseed. He mentioned that he likes the big chicken and the steakhouse. That was his favorite foods on board his ship. Well, time. technically, that wasn't foods. That was just eateries. Yeah, well, is he eating everything in the eateries and th imagine, saying that his, that's his favorite? I imagine. Mm. And what you know, with the menu though, with big chicken, I could I could definitely understand that because you know it's yeah, just, just yeah. chicken different sort of different ways. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I could get. I mean, I am said, all for a chicken, burger, egg, and cheese biscuit. I know what biscuit. you're talking about. So yeah, I mean, chicken, egg, and cheese biscuits are my go-to thing. And so if that if it's half as good as like uh, Chick Fil A's chicken, egg, and cheese biscuit, whoo, yeah. Well, I got another response. So I would like to say a big, big thank you to Lee over there on the panorama. He is a cruise director, and he wanted to let us know that his favorite food is the pot stickers over at Gigi's. And mm -hmm. he said he also likes the, at the deli, the buffalo chicken with cheese and bacon. I think we should go over the menu over at Gigi's because that is one place that I haven't had a whole lot of experience at. I mean, we, we, we ate there when we were on the sunshine, but besides the, I don't remember what I had besides the, the, the pork belly that we had as an appetizer. 
When we went, it was like a last minute thing on the last day we decided to go because everyone was like, you gotta go, everyone in our group. And mm-hmm. so we were like, okay, we'll go. And yeah. I mean, it was really good, but the, the, but I don't remember what I had as an entree. And the only thing that really stood out was the pork belly that, that they had. Okay. So I pulled up a menu of GG's and this on and this very nice menu by the way they they did excellent on this it's got different locations all across you know china and the philippines and indonesia singapore and so they've got basically shows where all their flavors come from and so if you look at the numbers like if you want something from the philippines you would be looking for something with the number six. So I would scroll through here and look for a six here. I uh, see we got caramelized crepes with calamansi <laughs> citrus Hold ice on, cream. Hold on, I'm pulling it up. I'm pulling it up. <laughs> I, just, I struggled on that word. I, I've The more I look at this menu... <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna struggle over a lot of words. <laughs> Calamansini. It's uh a lemon, it's a type of lemon. For those of y'all who don't know, I am Filipino. I have a Filipino mother. You know, I'm half Filipino anyway. I'm half Irish. So the two mix very well and make me look um like several different nationalities, let's just say. So when you look at the menu in the appetizers and soups on number four, the the pot stickers, it says they're called Jiaozi. That's how I would say that. And they come from number two, which is Neijin. Very interesting. It says here that Chinese believe serving Jiaozi brings luck and prosperity. Very interesting. Mm. My son Max would absolutely love this max eats non-stop pot stickers i've never seen max eat anything besides chicken strips well you would be surprised when we go down here for faux it's oh, yeah? just i would like four orders of pot stickers please <laughs> wow yeah and it's like a plate and all okay, of them because you know I remember the last cruise I was on with with you and your kids, mm. and Max and Tyler both got got chicken strips or pizza the entire time. Yeah, well, you know, and Max will actually branch out a little bit and try things, but would will only sample if they don't like it. So you know, it is what it is. So that's that's yeah. that's. You know, that's fine. I do the same thing when on my first cruise, that's when I ate like alligator and like 12 other things. I was like, oh, that sounds great. And then I eat it and I'm like, "Mm, that was interesting. (laughs) (laughs) Can't wait till my next meal. That'll be in 10 minutes. <laughs> so I think you, I I, I think you tried the, the escargot and you're like, yeah. Yeah. And I'm sitting there just chowing down on it. He's like, uh. <laughs> yeah. mm, mm. it was an s no. nah, that's s car delicious so on the menu here they have slow braised pork belly which has a caramel chili or is it caramel or caramel i'm gonna say it, it, with, with it like this i'm gonna say caramel chili yeah, sauce i agree caramel chili sauce with black vinegar i'm gonna kick you chinese chives with gorgonzola spiced purple onions all right not a bad deal yeah like i said that's what i remember and that was really good from what i remember i don't remember that at all well you're pretty drunk yeah i do remember us sitting down to have a meal but it was certain we have pictures it is. It is fam- sort of family style. Whenever you you get like two, you get two appetite. You know, depending on how many people are there. Like if it's two people, you get you get two appetizers, two entrees. 
and it's their family style and you know you do you just put it on your plate you know it depends on how many people are in your party how many appetizers you get or how many different entrees you can get okay so the next one they have neijing style duck which i've always really wanted to try duck i've never really had duck before so duck is really good so Neijing duck dates back over 1400 years. Our version is slow roasted, then flash wok fried. Jade shrimp hargao, sometimes called a shrimp bonnet. These delicate dumplings are served with our signature Gigi sauces. Ooh, that sounds good. Yeah, especially the way I the way I was reading it, you know. Yeah, that was yeah. It it made me salivate a little. So continue. We already went over Shinzao. Yeah, Shinzawi. So chicken spring rolls, lemon marmalade, curry leaves, pink grapefruit, cilantro pearls. Ah, that sounds good. Except for the grapefruit. Yeah. That would be kind of odd, but I like yeah. spring rolls. Tamarind and shrimp soup, green mango, Vietnamese mint, basil, young coconut. What's a young coconut? I was gonna say that's my rapper name. <laughs> <laughs> yo, it's yo young coconut. <laughs> <laughs> chicken and cilantro root soup corn eggs tomatoes chinese chives oyster mushrooms that sounds pretty good actually it does sound good it sounds like it would be a good chicken soup for the soul when you're sick yeah it does i'm 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 really digging it yeah so should we do you want to pick one that you'd like uh, sounds like you would like to try or do you just want me to go on to, to let's let's talk like, about the ones that we would like let's 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 both pick one and then we'll go we'll talk about an entree that we would like hmm. i think i want to try the duck i like duck um but the the fact that it comes with you know like mung bean is really big in the Philippines, and this isn't a Filipino dish. This is actually another one of those number twos, which you know is where the pot stickers come from. Yeah, and everything else just sounds like stuff I've had before at normal Chinese restaurants. Yeah, so I I would probably go with the the spring rolls, but I don't know if these are the spring rolls that are fried or if it's the fresh ones. They're fried. So if they were fried, I would like them. If they were fresh, I would like yeet them off the ship. So then I would probably go with something like this, probably the the chicken and cilantro root soup. We shall move on. Let's let's talk about these entrees. Yes, spoko, slow braised wagyu beef short ribs. Okay, that's number nine. Number ten. Singapore chili shrimp. Number 11, sweet and sour fragrant shrimp. Number 12, Kung Pao chicken. (laughs) Number 13, Chairman Mao's master stock pig. Wow. (laughs) That's quite the name. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, okay. So, hmm. Um, see, my go-to at a Chinese restaurant is peppered beef. Yeah, you know, right. Pepper steak is what I like. What I've seen it called as well. Yeah, of course, I've had kung pao chicken and sweet and sour. I'm gonna have to go with the braised wagyu beef short ribs. Yeah, I, I was looking at the same thing there. I was reading the description. It looks pretty good. It says it has watermelon radish, uh, burdock root, wasabi pearls, and crisp potatoes, which sounds pretty good. Yeah. If I didn't go with that, which is probably where I would probably go, I think <laughs> I think just because of the name, 
Chairman Mao's. Chairman Mao's master, <laughs> master beef, stock. master stock pig. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is uh, how how master of a stock was this pig? So no kidding. We got clay pot seward pork. Is oh, it's it's wok fried with scallions, sesame, fresh spinach, pea shoots, and snap peas. So I've never heard of a pea shoot before. I've heard it's, of bamboo it's, shoot. It's but yeah, it's just gonna be like microgreens that are peas, pea microgreens. Uh, so okay. that's my guess anyway. <laughs> so I don't know. Well, I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> but but yeah, that's probably you know. Plus, you know, you can't go wrong. I mean, if it's something Chairman Mao would say would would eat, well, that's where I would go. Of course. I don't know who Chairman Mao is, so I can't. You know, I know who General Sao is. You know, yeah. I mean, he makes some good chicken. Yeah. Well, yeah. He he was the general of chicken. He he outdoes the colonel. Yeah, I, mean, I was gonna say he he's he's above the colonel. So <laughs> you you gotta respect it. So and they do have some sides that you can get with your meal. They have blistered beans, Chinese broccoli. Hot and spicy crisp potato fries, eggplant, next with mushroom, soy sauce, and oyster sauce, wide noodles, interesting, and then something called Hakka style noodles, and then Himalayan basmati. Is that how you say that? Yeah, yeah uh, basmati. Fried rice, fried rice, and then steamed jasmine rice. I tr okay. My mother has started cooking with basami rice, making basami rice instead of jasmine rice. And I tried to fry bas basami rice, basmati rice, I should say. I, I think for some reason, I always call it basami. Yeah. Even when I'm in an Indian restaurant, it doesn't fry well. Yeah. So, so I'm interested. I I, I was not impressed by my fried basmati rice the yeah. other day. Well. I would probably go with the steamed jasmine rice because jasmine was my favorite dancer. Well, I I prefer jasmine rice. Yeah. Yeah. And that was just wrong what you said. And then we'd go with desserts. Carnival always does up their desserts very well. Here we can get the rose creme brulee with ginger cream. That sounds pretty good. Uh, caramelized crepes with calamansi citrus cream then for the last one here it's fried wonton so that's a pretty good one i think i would go filipino on this one and get the caramelized crepes well but it has ice cream and i know your feelings on ice cream well i might have to bear it okay i think well, I'm gonna have to go with the caramelized crepes. Just yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah. So that's not a bad deal. Uh, that that's a really good menu, and, and it costs thirteen bucks or something like that. I can't remember. Yeah, let me look it up real quick. The Gigi's Asian Kitchen is fifteen dollars per adult. Now, one thing to remember, if you're going on the Mardi Gras, this is one of the corrections I was going to make. During its inaugural year, the guys, Pig and Anchor, the, the Kachina, and Gigi's are all free for lunch and dinner. They are not charging for the dinner service during its inaugural year. Very nice. That that That's actually really good. So that's probably about up for the mardi gras then probably up in june i would imagine yeah about june because that's when cruising started back and that's when they started cruise i think that's when they, they they finally got their cruise off with the mardi gras yeah so i know like my sister before the pandemic had booked mardi gras for 2020 and of course that never happened but i don't think they really had their first cruise and or cruises until until 2021 in june or around that point. So yeah, Gigi's, I I recommend it. It's uh it's a good good eat. 
if I wish I could remember what I ate there, I honestly do. It's it, you know, a fun fact about GG's is sometimes people confuse it with bonsai sushi. So <laughs> I think you're the only one. <laughs> Moving on, we're going to talk about the underutilized areas on cruise ships. One of them we've mentioned before, which is secret decks. So I was wrong whenever I first you know, told you all about secret decks. Not all the ships have secret decks. The spirit class, none of the spirit class of ships have it, which is the legend, the miracle, pride, of course, the spirit. None of those have secret decks. Hmm. The There are ships with cabins that face the, the walkway for the secret decks, and they're a little bit more expensive. I've stayed in one before. And the Conquest ships, they have a secret deck five, but you can't get on it because it's a play only. Now, mm. so that leaves the, the Breeze. Well, huh? the, the Mardi Gras also, right? The XL ships. Did you yeah, say that? The, XL, the XL ships do not have one. They've, they've changed those. All the cabins that are in that area are all forward balcony cabins so, so they've done away with the secret decks on those ships to make them balcony cabins which thank god they changed the balcony doors from the opening to the sliding because that would smack you in the face <laughs> yeah but the breeze conquest dream ecstasy elation freedom glory horizon liberty magic panorama paradise radiance sensation splendor sunrise sunshine valor and vista all have secret decks and so just remember if they're the same class of ships their secret decks will be the same on all their secret uh, on all their sister ships so i'm going to go over you know classes uh, of ships that are that are the same Okay, so we'll start off with the dream, the, the dream class, which is the dream, the magic, and the breeze. That is deck six, deck seven, deck nine, ten, and eleven, all forward. Now the the one, the the six and seven, you can actually get to from the lanai deck five by going up to the front of the boat and up the stairs because there are stairs leading from the outside or you can just go to deck seven or six and walk straight to the front and out the doors that are out that are there now remember if there are doors that you if you're just walking around and you see doors that that doesn't that doesn't say anything on them like employees only or anything like that they may have like a cautionary wind advisory yeah. on them if i remember right if if you see something like that that's the entrance to the the, to it, the to yeah. it. it doesn't say they're not going to advertise you know this is the deck but yeah, i think there is like a little plaque or something there that just basically says be careful it might be windy and yeah go through and so no one's going to stop yeah. you no one cares fun fact with the dream class is that that's where on my wedding cruise we actually went out there to take some deck photos so before the ship was actually moving, we went out there and got some really good shots because there's nobody out there. So the photographer was real smart, took us out there, and we got some quick you shots. You actually remember those pictures? I've got the pictures. I don't have the memories. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, we, we had plenty to drink at your wedding. Yeah. Now, my favorite is Deck 11 because on the dream class class because it's the top it's the top of the ship basically out in front and it, it it's unobstructed you can see everything and yeah especially at night because it's like extremely dark and it takes a while for your eyes to adjust but then you they adjust and it's beautiful out there so yeah yeah, it's 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 a little like at, at night, it's a little like a uh, little crazy because a little creepy sometimes. Well, too. I mean, you step out there and the one time I went, there was another couple out there. I didn't even know that they were there. It's that dark. And they were there sitting on a bench and I was over there just enjoying myself. And I heard them say something and I about jumped. I was like, glad I wouldn't fart or something. And. 
they it was a little windy i remember that but it was just kind of like wow <laughs> like i could not see anything except for stars so yeah you know i i I sometimes expect Cthulhu to come up and, you know, or or some kaiju to come up and grab me out of the water, or, yeah. you know, and pull me into the water. It's so and, dark. And it's it's dark for a reason. You see the the captain of the ship is a vampire. And they... no, <laughs> I'm werewolf. Sorry. Anyways, you, you'll mess them up if you got too much light. And he can't howl at the moon. I I don't remember how it goes. You let me know. Anyway, okay. <laughs> I'm gonna start some kind of conspiracy theory. <laughs> the conquest ships, uh, deck six, seven, and ten, and these are these are all forward decks as well. So you know everything. You'll just head up to the front of the boat and find the doors. And once you find the doors, head out those doors. Don't be shy. You know, just do it. Then you got the XC and Elation. Those are the same class of ship. And those are decks eight and eleven. And that include, and then the Freedom, deck six, seven, and ten, which that includes the Glory as well. On the Horizon which is the Vista class, so the Vista, Horizon, and the Panorama. It's 6, 7, 9, 10, 11, and 14. Nice. They got a lot. Yeah. I'm going to have fun in March. Yeah. The Liberty is 6, 7, 9, and 10. And... And since the sensation, I'm oh, sorry, I missed one. The paradise is eight and eleven. Same with the sensation. The splendor is five, six, seven, and ten. The sunrise is five, six, seven, ten. And the sunshine is five, six, and seven. Victory is five, six, seven, and ten. They keep moving them around. Why? I don't understand why. I mean, is like deck nine the is deck eight nine the the bridge? Is that why they're they're missing? It's got to be the bridge, yeah. But that is all. The, the did I do victory or the valor? I think you did. Well, the valor is six, seven, and ten. The victory is five, six, seven, and ten. And okay. that is all that's listed. Very cool. Well, the secret decks are really cool because they're underutilized. Be you can Very go out there and if you, especially if you don't have a balcony, uh, it's really nice if you really want to just go take in some views, but you don't want to be around a whole bunch of people like out on deck, go to a secret deck and you'll be able to take in all the view you want and uh, and I don't think nice very photos. many crew goes to those decks. I don't, I don't think, think so they either. do. The we we took a bunch of funny photos out there. We did the whole "I'm the king of the world" and that kind of stuff. And you know, you can kind of you can kind of be silly out there if you want to do a an Instagram photo. That'd be a place to do it. You can get all dressed up and take some nice photos out on deck. That'd be the place to go. That's where I would go if you don't Here. want a bunch of people in the background. And you always get the hair flying in the wind, yeah. blowing in the wind pictures because yeah. you're doing 20 knots, you yeah. know, in the middle of the ocean. Your hair is going to fly backwards. Yeah, and it's it's not 20 dawn knots. It's just 20 knots, guys. Settle down. I don't think a lot of our listeners know who Don Knotts is. Oh, come he's been, on. He, he's been dead for 20 years. <laughs> anyway. It's like asking it's like asking a kid nowadays, you know, if they like Paul Walker movies. So, yeah, I also want to talk about some other underutilized areas on the cruise ship. One of them is hit or miss. It's either going to be so utilized that you're going to just not want to go or 
it's going to be so underutilized it's ridiculous and it just depends i think it's just the location on the ship and how many little kids you got on the ship because i'm talking about the warehouse oh yeah it's the so the carnival freedom has it in a centralized location i believe it's on the promenade and so it's like in a nice spot where there's a lot of traffic that is like the you get kids in there like crazy the whole thing is kind of l-shaped and so once you get in there it's kind of like it's it's a little cramped but they had tons of really cool games so the dream class they have them in the back of the ship near the restaurant the 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 rest of the furthest most restaurant it was and i think it's like up a floor or or maybe down i don't remember anyways the restaurants take up decks three and uh two and three two and three so it's either on three or four and it's 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 right by there there's like a hallway that kind of shoots off towards some bathrooms and if you go that direction and boom you're there at the warehouse uh, and side note those bathrooms are some of the nicest bathrooms on the ship yes yes very much so so and that's one thing that we'll talk about as a, as a topic at some point is cruise ship bathrooms but the the warehouse those warehouses i've seen them completely empty several times yes and it's just so bizarre to see one like on the freedom so packed and so active 24 hours a day and then to see like the dream class where i've never seen more than just a couple of people in there we'll see the weird thing about the Dreamcast is also right around the corner from club from from the kids stuff like circle c Mm -hmm. you know club ocean and all those so you would think even though they have access to an Xbox and, and, the, and the Club Ocean and all that stuff, yeah. they would just walk around the corner and play some video games. Yeah. Or win some prizes. Yeah. Well, it, <laughs> it it's interesting. So, and then same thing for the Vista. So the Vista, its warehouse is on the same level that the that the the IMAX is on, the theater. And it's in a weird spot. You kind of go up these little stairs and down into it, and it's right there. Right now, because of COVID, they have an attendant there 24-7 just kind of waiting to to like wipe things down so and clean up after you, I guess. And when we went in there, we were the only people in there. Each time that we went, there was no one else there. And it was it was kind of kind of sad. One of the things that I had actually thought about and i thought this would be a great way to get kids in there in turn they might spend a little bit of money here or there for prizes was for the video games themselves not for the the games that you can win prizes but the for the games that you just play video games maybe if you had like a 30 dollar like thing that you can get kind of like the drink pass but get a video game pass pay 30 bucks for one person and you can go in and play as many video games as you want with your card. It won't charge you anything extra when you swipe unless you're doing a game like skee-ball or something like that or basketball. And then you're, you're winning tickets to get a prize. Yeah. But I think that would be interesting. I actually sent that to John once and he said he had run it up to the beards and see what they say. Never heard back, but you know, the man's busy. He he can only handle so many great ideas. So, you know, I might might bug him pester him with that one again at some point. So that's one underutilized spot. The other one, which is I think probably underutilized everywhere on every ship, is the library. And yeah. And a lot of people be like, well, why in the heck would I go to the library when I'm on a cruise? I'm not I'm not going to be looking up something for school. I'm not going to go check out a book. And that's not how it works. So it's not it's a library really in the name only. It's a nice, quiet spot. They've got lots of nice seating. There's a big table. They got a wine dispensers. Yeah, they got a lot of them have have a bar that with wine dispensers or 
actually a manned bar, like a bartender in there and everything. So I've some of the best drinks I've had on the ship have been in a library bar because every every bar typically has their own version of a Long Island and theirs was particularly good. So but they have all these books in these displays that you can open up the, the all the doors are unlocked. You just open them and you can grab whatever book you want. And you can take that book out on deck. You can read whatever it is. So if you don't want to use your e-reader or if you've, if you've read all your books that you've brought with you, go check one of those out. There's also board games there. They, they've got just about every version of Monopoly or uh, Clue or whatever, probably. I don't know. I've seen, I've seen people there playing Monopoly. They were, it was early in the morning. I saw them and then I checked on them about midnight they were about halfway through and monopoly ruining friendships <laughs> since 1922 yeah so yeah they and i believe i i believe it's okay because there's no one there to really tell you not to you could take the board game somewhere else and go play the game as long as you return it don't lose all the pieces but it's kind of like an honor system you take a book and you know if you've read a bunch of books and you don't want to haul them back home leave some books i've done that i've i wrote a choose your own adventure cruise book and i don't recommend you reading it because he kills me in every in every part of the story <laughs> well most endings end with a tom death but well gotta go sometimes but it it, uh, like 12 different endings to your book and i live in one and one yeah you just haven't chose the right one yet so there's there's actually like 29 endings in my book and so yeah it's on amazon if you want to whenever check that out shameless plug it's your show yeah so it but yeah no like i i've taken that book with me on cruises just so i can leave it on the cruise i actually left uh autographed <laughs> like copies so if you ever see that on a boat feel free to take it no one's gonna care no one even knew it was there <laughs> so because i left it there but yeah why do you look that way <laughs> because i die yeah well you die in every book i write so <laughs> i know <laughs> You're like, I mean, I'm going to write a book and put you in it. Oh, by the way, you die. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I'm like, I'm your best friend and you kill me and everything. What the hell? Yeah, it happens, you know, <laughs> to the best of us. <laughs> <sighs> but yeah, no, I, I highly recommend it. Get in there, have some fun, get a board game out, go crazy. They, they got big tables, so you can you can sit a bunch of people in there and you can play whatever game that you want to play. Got anything else? Um, because I couldn't think of any other underutilized areas. Awesome. I think. Yeah, so those are our recommendations for the underutilized areas on a cruise ships, places you can go to just kind of wind down, be yourself, and not have to worry about a thousand other people being around you. <laughs> well, I mean, the library, if it's raining outside, you know, it's a, and you want a nice, quiet place because the, sh the inside of the ship is really kicking at that point, mm -hmm. the library bar is probably someplace you want to visit. Yeah, yeah. I I really like the library. I've I've gone in there several times and just sat and read a book or played on my phone. Just whatever. So yeah. there's not really any lounge chairs, but they've got some pretty good armchairs in there, pro comfy. So Oh, those are really comfy, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. I always try and try to hit up the, the, the arcade at least once on the ship. Cause they have some pretty decent games. I mean, mm -hmm. they're not very big selection, but you know, they're they are the ones that they have are really good. Yes. My favorite game that they have there is the Jurassic Park game. And it's only because my wife took the perfect photo at that game. And she stands behind the glass behind the seats and the seats have these speakers in them. And then they have like a little like a hand slot or something there. So it looks like the seats are terrified. It looks like two eyes and an open mouth like they're screaming. 
and she stands back there and makes the same face and it makes me laugh every single time we've taken that photo on like four different cruises and every time we, we we update the photo it's really funny she does that one and i go do the odd number stateroom one i stand by the where it says odd and it's got the point it's got the arrow and it's pointing at me <laughs> so that's that's our our like go-to photos that we go do on on every cruise but yeah so that those are the underutilized areas that we could think of we might have listeners that might know of any other underutilized areas that they might go to maybe there's a bar that's not so active or maybe there's an area with few people so hit us up on facebook if you can find us uh, if you just search for carnival cruising podcastaways that is the place that you can post that there we'll have a we'll have a post of this actual episode you can post it there and we'll probably mention you and talk about you when you do that so we'll give you full credit for giving us some cool ideas so definitely do that so just like our good friend nick jackson who comments and has listened to all of our episodes we thank you we see you we just can't comment on the page or, we just can't comment back on your on your posts. Yeah, it's really funny when you comment on the actual like the episode for whatever reason Facebook will not allow us to respond to those comments. So, but yeah, we definitely definitely thank you for for uh giving us some shout outs and definitely uh, let us know how you feel about each episode. So, your well wishes and everything is is very nice. And it, it means the world to us. So thank you. Please remember as a post New Year's gift, it would be so nice if you went down and you maybe maybe rated our podcast, gave it five stars, or if you didn't think it was quite five star worthy, you could lie. You could say five stars, but. <laughs> and don't ever hit the thumbs down. Just give us a thumbs up. We don't, you know. Yeah. If you don't yeah. like us, give us a thumbs up. If you like us, give us a thumbs up because we want to get bigger. Definitely make sure you uh, subscribe to us. That tells the, the podcasting networks that you're listening to us. And it'll actually recommend it to other viewers that are like you that are searching for their perfect cruise podcast. Thank you very much for joining us on Carnival Cruising Podcastaways. And remember, anything that happens on the ship stays on YouTube. Bye. See ya. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show where Trevor is awesome and Tom is not. You might want to redo that. <laughs> no, that's the opening. <laughs> no, no, that's not what we agreed on. <laughs> Welcome to the fourth episode, everybody. I'm Trevor Shelby, the man that's been on most episodes, whereas Thomas Kennedy has not. <laughs> Listen, I had a problem last week. <laughs> it wasn't my fault. We had a good streak. <laughs> <laughs> Two episodes, Two episodes. yeah. <laughs>